It's Thursday, April 14th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration is moving to significantly expand the intelligence it is providing to Ukraine's forces so they can target Moscow's military units in Russian-occupied Donbass and Crimea, part of a shift in U.S. support that also includes a new security assistance package with heavier weaponry. The new intelligence guidance comes as the White House said that it will send $800 million in additional weapons to Kyiv, including artillery, armored personnel carriers, and helicopters, to help Ukrainian forces hold off a major Russian offensive in the eastern part of the country that is expected to unfold in coming days. The decision to share more intelligence and provide artillery marks a shift in the Biden administration's approach to the conflict and comes after weeks of Kyiv asking the U.S. and NATO allies to provide tanks, aircraft, and other heavy weaponry to push back Russia, which invaded Ukraine in February. The administration has already provided thousands of Javelin anti-tank weapons, Stinger anti-aircraft systems, and other battlefield arms. The administration, however, has drawn the line at sending Ukraine combat aircraft, which the White House fears could lead Russia to consider Washington as a belligerent in the conflict. In the U.S., American shoppers kept opening their wallets in March as rapidly rising prices for gasoline, food, and goods took up more of their spending, economists say. Consumers are estimated to have increased their retail and restaurant spending by 0.6% in March compared with the previous month, which would be a slight bump up from the modest monthly increase of 0.3% in February, according to the Commerce Department. The department will release its March retail sales figures today at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Retail sales aren't adjusted for inflation. Consumer inflation surged to a new four-decade high of 8.5% in March from the same month a year ago, the Labor Department said Tuesday. Consumers have moved away from some pandemic-era spending habits, shifting more spending to services and away from physical goods. Higher prices have also decreased demand for some discretionary purchases, such as furniture and electronics. Consumers instead are spending more on staples such as food, gasoline, and utilities. Meanwhile, firefighters scouted the drought-stricken mountainsides around a New Mexico village as they looked for opportunities to slow a wind-driven wildfire that a day earlier had burned at least 150 homes and other structures while displacing thousands of residents and forcing the evacuation of two schools. Homes were among the structures that had burned, but officials on Wednesday did not have a count of how many were destroyed in the blaze that torched at least 6.4 square miles of forest, brush, and grass on the east side of the community of Ruidoso, said Laura Rabone, spokesperson for the Lincoln National Forest. Rabone announced emergency evacuations of a more densely populated area during a briefing Wednesday afternoon as the fire jumped a road where crews were trying to hold the line. Strong winds forced a suspension of the aerial attack on the flames and kept authorities from getting a better estimate of how large the fire has grown. In political news, the Kentucky legislature overrode its governor's veto and passed new abortion regulations Wednesday that local providers said would force them to cease offering the procedure immediately, potentially making Kentucky the first state in decades without legal access to abortion. The bill imposes additional reporting requirements on providers related in part to medication abortions and stipulates that they can't dispose of fetal remains as medical waste and must work with a funeral home to provide individual burial or cremation, among other provisions. 
The bill also bans most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with an exception for the life or health of the mother, similar to a Mississippi law now being weighed by the Supreme Court. And passengers will be required to wear masks on airplanes and other forms of transportation through May 3rd as the CDC looks to evaluate whether rising COVID-19 case numbers will lead to more hospitalizations. The Transportation Security Administration's directive requiring masks was set to expire after April 18th, but is being extended another 15 days. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.